I'm ready. All right, all right. Welcome back. You got the KK and you got the Doc. What is up, you Doc? You got the Doc today. <laughs> that is right. And you know what? We've been doing some day drinking. We have been doing day drinking. <laughs> so we said, you know what we should do? Let's put a cast out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? There really is nothing better in life right now than some day drinking. <laughs> is that right? it? Because it allows us to just kind of forget about what's going on around us. It's not like you're drinking at night because... Everything that happened during the day was shitty. It's like you headed that stuff off and you started drinking early. Well, and now you can enjoy your evening. Well, we did. We did head out and, and Doc said, let's go to a dive bar. So I came up with one of the fairly safe dive bars. <laughs> I, I, I was, you know, I didn't want to put you in a dangerous situation, but fairly safe dive bar, right? Okay. Yep. Oh, it was. It was benign. It's what I expected. You got your old folk regulars out there. Uh, everyone right? there was a regular. Everyone except was us. regular. That's everyone right. moved, scooted down after we sat down. <laughs> but you know what? There's nothing wrong with a dive bar with the regulars and that kind of stuff. Because, you know, you and I may be in that situation one of these days. One of these days. We were in that situation. We, got, we can't afford to do anything else except drink. Oh, God, what was that piss water I was drinking? Are you, drinking, like, you ordered Coors Banquet. You had a Coors Banquet. Okay, it was piss water, trust me. Okay. But maybe I'm just a beer snob. I don't know. But I'm saying maybe you and I are going to find ourselves in that situation one of these days where all we can do is go down to the local bar and drink some piss water. Wow. That's going to be our Yelp review, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Come down. No, but they, they were good people. They were good people. Well, so, well, okay. We'll that's go what with that. we were there for. Yeah, no, they were very nice. I wish people. us all very Merry Christmas. That's right. We had a good time. It definitely was a trip. <laughs> we'll go with that. Okay. All right. So so we all decided right. again, we're going to do a cast. And we're going to talk about, you know what? Doc is running yeah. this. He, he's going to be the conductor on this train. Go all ahead, right. Doc. So, all right. So this is what I'm thinking. You and I have been spending our our podcast here talking about kind of the evils of capitalism, right? Yeah. What it's done to our healthcare system, what's done to our transportation, um, how big oil holds back any kind of sustainable energy production. Um, I mean, the list just goes on and on. And the question is, what would it take for people to actually care about that? So I thought maybe we could go through the headlines and, and see what we're exposed to every day that, you know, may keep us from caring about what capitalism is doing okay. to us. Okay, well... Right? Because it's not like you're going to see an article on the mainstream media saying, well, here's the benefits of socialism versus capitalism or anything like that. The, the, the whole thing's ignored. How is it that we don't care as Americans that we're getting crushed? Well, is it, so is media reflective of us or do you think media generates their stories? Because the other part of it, this could be it, that we actually do want to be distracted and media plays into, that's why you see one dog bite and you'll see 5,000 articles about different dog bites across country or shark attacks. 
That's a concern for people, apparently. But is it a distraction, period? Or is it okay. just that we really want to be distracted? Right, right, right. Chicken and egg kind of thing, yeah. right? But you have to remember that the mainstream media, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, they're all owned by corporations which will lead back to some billionaire or another. So absolutely, they are going to suppress anything that's really important unless it fits their narrative. But you're saying, well, maybe that's what we're looking for, right? Is just a distraction. Well, and, and certainly they may suppress some things for sure. I, absolutely. If I run a paper, it's going to reflect the way I feel and think and, and my what I think is important, obviously, right? But what I'm saying is they definitely are feeding into... So let's say they suppressed a bunch of stuff. But the stuff they are feeding us is stuff that we've signed on for at some point because they are still trying to make money. They're still trying to grab our attention. So chicken and egg, though, are we glomming on to these stupid stories about celebrities and new TV shows and stuff like that? Because that's our only choices. I, I mean... Well, that, that's it, all it, they're presenting to us. It, so you can say, well, yeah, we like that. But maybe if that's our only choice, then really, is it because we like it or is it because that's all we got? I still think that media, I mean, again, they, they I do agree they suppress certain things, but they do report on things that people, their audience thinks is important. It's a reflection of some type of their audience. They're not totally programming us. They may slowly lean us towards one way or the other, obviously, because you can tilt a story either way. Okay. But let's talk Let, about... You let's have, go to the headlines. All right, let's go to let's the headlines. Let's just go to go the ahead. headlines. Okay. You show me. Let's go to the front page of Yahoo here. All right, let's see. They're talking about the war and... I can't tell which side they're on. To tell you the truth, I can't tell which side they're on because Israel hits two homes, killing more than 90 Palestinians. Wait, 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 okay. wait, 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 wait. I have a question about that. Yeah. They, they hit two homes and they contain 90 people? Yeah, but... What's the size of their homes? <laughs> wait, I have a question. Maybe they're small people. I don't know. <laughs> but is that a pro-Israel, pro-Palestine kind of thing? You know what? I don't know. I it doesn't even matter at this point. I'm going to be honest. I don't, I don't think we should stick our nose into nope. stuff like that, period. Nope. Okay, let's see. The next story. It's from Sports Illustrated Swimsuit, a celebrity story. Dutch model Marlowe's horse posed in nothing but a seashell. You know what? I'm going to skip that one. <laughs> next one. Celebrity Bobby Jean Carter dies at 41, a year after her brother Aaron Carter's death. Okay, you know what? I'm going to skip this shit. Next, we have last-minute gift ideas from Amazon. Well, that's they, an advertisement, isn't it? Well, I know, and it's way bigger than the headlines are. <laughs> well, it's Yahoo, but, though. It's Yahoo. I, I don't think people go to really to well, Yahoo for news. Is it like they're owned by Amazon? No, they're paid by Amazon. For sure. This big ass thing right here. All right. What else do we have? Um, one of the founding Dixie Chicks members was killed in a car crash. More celebrity stuff. Ted Nugent is bad mouthing Taylor Swift's music. What the f heck? You could say what the fuck this is. Can I? I guess I can bleep that out <laughs> but, later, right? I okay. mean, well, one, we all already have 
said that I really uh, love Taylor Smith. I, I I don't know anything about Taylor Swift's music per se, but I know a little bit about Ted Nugent, and he ought to just shut the hell up. Probably there's some things that I'm sure Ted Nugent can talk about, but I'm thinking he should stay out of politics and he should stay away from Taylor Swift. Those are the two things he should stay away from. And why do I care? Right. I don't even think people know who Ted Nugent is. I mean, I do, but I would oh, say... I, yeah, I'm old enough to know who 80% of the population probably doesn't even... In fact, why did he could even get a headline? Because of Taylor Swift, not because of Ted Nugent. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. T.S., we love you. Yep. We love you, Tay-Tay. All right, let's see. Now we have a lifestyle article... If you see a cardinal, here's the true unexpected significance of them appearing in your life. Okay, well, I want to hear this because I told you that literally I had a, a tree full of cardinals and you said, you well, they don't, they, right. don't they don't, they don't travel together. That. They don't travel in packs or flocks or murders or plagues. Pla- no, that's grackles. <laughs> that's grackles. grackles. We found that out today. Yes, that's we right. did. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Um, a cardinal isn't just another pretty little bird. They have been viewed as a sign of hope and a reminder that you can do hard things because hard things do not last forever. There you go. So I'm supposed to go do some hard things harder than I already do? No, it's supposed to give you hope. I it's bought a lottery ticket. Hope. I bought a lottery ticket <laughs> to all the hope I have. Oh, my God. That is way more hope. I think you ought to hope on the Cardinals more than the lottery. Well, tickets. I have Cardinals, so I'm, I'm good. I'm, card- I'm Cardinal plenty, so I'm good with that. Okay, fine. Another headline. You got lots of hope. Politics, the time Trump was caught lying on CNN. Who cares? Who cares about that? No, I don't okay. care. Let's see. Okay, I got to throw the ads in because that's next. It's from Charles Schwab. I'm still working. Should I get Medicare? You know what? Medicare is cool. Right? Yeah, it's but it's that weird medicine. ad. And why would Charles Schwab tell me anything? Because they're going to make money off of it either well, way. Well, I'm not listening to Charles Schwab. I don't even know who, that, who he is. All right. Let's see. <laughs> then we got a Paris Hilton headline. Paris Hilton is... Why would we even have a Paris Hilton headline? I don't know, but it says Paris Hilton looks unrecognizable with jet black hair and casual sneaker look. Is this what y'all are reading? Because I don't know. It's right on what, the front what, but, page. But most people don't even know who Paris Hilton is. I mean, unless you were around and, and saw the reality TV show that she did, I don't think you would even know who she, well, she did. That Carl's Jr. commercial we, I made you watch? We'll have to talk oh, about that yeah. another time. You know what? I do remember that commercial back in the day. <laughs> it was the but worst was commercial ever. So do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. Just, do a, just search on uh, Paris Hilton. Carl's Jr. ad, and you'll thank us later because it's phenomenal. <laughs> it's phenomenal. It's, yeah, I don't even know. It, the burger was pointless at that. It, it could have been for anything. She could be, they should they, just reuse that commercial over and over again and have her hold different things. She ate a burger. I'm sorry. Oh, she had a burger in that commercial? She was eating. See, you don't even remember. It's for Carl's Jr. Heck no, I don't remember a burger. <laughs> Jeez. What kind of guy do you think I am? All right. Now, here's U.S. news right here. An Arkansas man visited a state park with his girlfriend. He picked up the largest diamond discovered there in three years. What? It says a state park diamond. Does it name what state park? Uh, Okay, I need you all to get in your cars and head towards a state park. Okay, (laughs) Jerry Evans visited Crater of Diamonds State Park 
in Murfreesboro, Arkansas. Well, for it's, the first it's in the name. <laughs> Diamond State Park. Okay. Wow. This is getting worse. Did he get to keep it? Because he found it at a state park. I don't care. <laughs> I kind of do I now. All right, no. I've, I've been officially distracted. All right, go ahead. There We've been go. drinking, so Let's see. now we got style about Kate Beckinsale. Doesn't matter. Ultra, to- but she's got ultra toned abs. That's okay. got to be an ad too. Let's see more politics news with Trump in the title, just so people read it. No matter which side you're on, you're going to read it. A Trump story, right? Let's see. Oh, here's an ad from Seeking.com. What? Is that a dating site? Yeah. And, I mean, I like the headline. Now I can't even find it when I I hit Seeking.com. But it starts, The unexpected reason that age gap relationships are so... And then I can't get to the right. It's so (laughs) ridiculous. That's what you're missing. Oh, damn. You mean I'm not going to find a 20-something? 22-year-old, huh? Fine. Uh, you can. You have to become a sugar daddy. <laughs> I don't want to piss off our listeners. 22-year-olds are wonderful people. They are, Just but they shouldn't be wondering. dating 60-year-old men that's unless, true. again, capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> capitalism, that's right. If I had a million dollars, I'd be dating a 22-year-old right now, wouldn't I? No, you wouldn't. Yeah, you probably would. Right? Like, you know, would. And again, 22 Oh, no, I love great. 22-year-olds. 22-year-olds are, are fantastic. They're amazing. At 22, I was invincible. And then I, I wasn't. I thought you still are. Um, no, I am now, but I thought I was then. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that sounds like a Mitch Hedberg line, right? <laughs> I used to do drugs. I still do drugs, but I used to, too. <laughs> That's right. Well, I used to be invincible, and now I'm invincible. That's right. Let's see. Here's something about a former NFL cheerleader. That, again, why would we I mean, care? I don't know. It's under lifestyle. It's not even like celebrity or fluff. Don't they have like a fluff? Who would, who, are you all clicking on that kind of stuff? I wouldn't That I wouldn't oh, want to click on it. I guess. Just don't do that. No. Well, anyway, the point is, that is how we're distracted. Oh, yeah, I'm totally distracted. I'm going to go look up that article. Why our lives are not what they should be. Why we're not doing cool stuff. Right. I mean, again, I I unplug, so I really don't look at headlines and stuff. I once in a while go down a rabbit hole, but I try to stay away from, because I feel like I, I am being shown stuff that, one, I don't even care about, I can't control, and it doesn't really affect me. And now, the community stuff, I'm very aware of, because I hear about it in uh, locally. That's I'm cool. My, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and we always department. encourage our listeners to be more involved in their local community because those are the things that affect your everyday life. Right. And I think if we, again, we always talk about community, but as, as you as you jump into your community, you'll find that your community actually gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then, you know, you start at like a, your little local housing project or whatever it is, or you live in a little estate then you go out a little farther, then you go to your county level, and then, you know, the next thing you know, you're at your city level, and then then you start caring about what's kind of going on in your state, because you do hear about it, but you get pulled in because it affects you, and it affects those other people. So so as the bigger your community gets, the more people you know, and the more people you know, 
the more that they bring in their own challenges, whether it's they can't get um, a certain medication because it's restricted because they're on Medicare. There's certain actions that we can take that the headlines don't cover, and they certainly don't cover the people that impact my life. Because I try try to get a big enough circle. I like to be super uncomfortable, so I like to get a big circle. Yeah. Well, you know, that comes from The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, one of the original self-help books, right? I think from the 70s or whatever, where the author talks about your circle of concern versus your circle of influence. Yeah. And ideally, you want to make your circle of influence bigger and bigger. And ideally, really, your circle of concern and your circle of influence are the same size because then you don't bother with concerning yourself with things that you can't control. Right. So right? You, that's that's the point there. It, well, again, my th- <laughs> my theory is you have only so many fucks to give. So you have 100 fucks and if if you give a fuck about everything, you you've spread them out so evenly and now you're worried about all these things. But if you take all those fucks and you put them on one thing, you can move that one thing. But what I was saying is that if your circle of influence, yeah. let's say, is 100 fucks. Yes. You want to grow that circle so that you have 1,000 fucks. Again, you only have 100 fucks. We always talk about this. You only well, have 100. Well, then your circle of influence will never grow, though, will it? But it does, because my fucks just get bigger. <laughs> no, they get more focused. They get more focused. That doesn't mean it's bigger. Well, it's what you what you can do, though, right? What you again? We can we can talk. We we, we can do a whole episode on on that. There are only so many hours in the day, right? And you can only you your attention if it's divided and taken over by an ex former cheerleader randomly. Why even read about that? I mean, that's there's two fucks gone right there, and now you got ninety eight left. For the day? Do you get new fucks every day? No, so you have a hundred period. That's all you have. For your entire life? No, no, no. Yes. Yeah. So it's at any given time. So on that day, if you throw all your hundred fucks at taking out the trash, my guess is that trash will be fucking taken out. What I'm saying is, true. is that so so you have to look at it that way. They don't get smaller, don't get bigger, you have a hundred. So think of it as attention. Think of it more as attention. So you have attention. So you, if you put all your attention, you try to narrow your focus, your attention on something that hopefully you can move. Hopefully you have your influence on and you can change or help or whatever, right? Whatever that is. I understand. I know. You just I'm don't just, like the... No, <laughs> I'm asking how often your fucks get replenished. No, you have a hundred period. So you're saying if I put 18 fucks towards taking out the garbage today, then the rest of my life, I've only got 82 fucks. No, I'm saying that it's in that moment, in your moment, if you spend your days worried about the Gaza war, what's going on over there, let's have put 10 over there. So uh, my attention, I'm going to put 10% of my attention over there, right? And I care about whatever, pastry. But tomorrow, I may put my attention That's right. towards... Washing the dishes, right? Right. So do I start with a hundred fucks every yeah, morning? Yeah, for sure. Okay, there we go. Well, we so spend I a lot of time. I change my like... fuck allocation. That's right, as day. as needed too. As okay, because right. if against if your house is on fire, guess where all your fucks should probably go? Putting out that house fire. Exactly. 
and I would hate to be left with zero fucks for the rest of my life. All That's right. right. Okay. So, by the way, we are going to start dwindling down and running out of time. Okay. So, wait, I, wait, wait. All right. On. So, you Hold go on. ahead. I went to a different source. All right. Um, that may be a little more meaningful in the grand scheme of things. All right. Here's something that says... Jeff Bezos pledges to donate majority of his $124 billion to charity. And it says in the article, it says, someone got visited by three ghosts last night. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. So I don't know if it's true or not. And we're not going to click on it because that that feels like clickbait. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So what else do we have here? The word anarchist was deliberately semantically pushed to mean bomb thrower because like five dudes died in anarchist bombings around the year 1900. Meanwhile, liberals and conservatives have bombed millions of people, but it's okay because they signed the proper forms. Got it. Well, that's pretty interesting. I don't know that I would have read it. Yeah, but but how many people will think about that? Because it never shows up on Yahoo.com or on MSN.com, right? So let's see. Here's a a headline that says, I love a man with a bedtime. Boys don't need to be staying up late and having thoughts. That's how we ended up with the stock market. Now, how many people are going to think about something like that by looking at mainstream media? I don't the know. The stock market is just boys playing with toys, kind of swapping money around yeah, and making true. bets and shit like that. So let's see. I don't know. I, I guess I'm looking at some lesser seen headlines, so maybe it's not all that meaningful. But the purpose of the podcast really was what will it take for Americans in particular to actually think about what their forced to live with every day, crappy health care, substandard education, housing that costs half their paycheck. Yeah, that's I'm right? still blown away from Did that. Did we see any headlines like that no. in mainstream media? And, and the truth is, is that that is actually a concern. And there's people that are homeless right now mm-hmm. that have been evicted or that haven't been able to make the rent. So they don't know how they're going to come into this new year. And we talk about, really, there, there's a big downside to that. And as much as we make light of stuff, I mean, there are people hurting right now. And luckily, if you're listening to this, you probably aren't hurting because at least you have some, you have a device you're listening on. So you're ahead of the game. But I think that, I mean, how do, how do we change that? Imagine this. Go ahead. Give us one. I don't know. How do you encourage people to try to understand why their lives aren't what they want it to be? How do you encourage that? And usually what it's come down to in the past is that once people don't have food, then there's a possibility of revolution. And I'm not saying that, uh, you know, I'm proposing revolution or not, but The fact is, people get so apathetic that that's what it takes. In my mind, we may reach that point in the next couple of years. Certainly, if you look at the political situation, and was it you that was saying, no matter who's elected in 2024, you're going to have some kind of civil war start, which is possible. I don't know. In my mind, you're going to have an economic collapse fairly soon because... 
the banks and the hedge funds are so over leveraged that something has to give sooner or later. But at some point, people will be standing in bread lines. Is that what it takes to have people start thinking about what could be better? Well, and, and not only that, there are, again, I believe in that bigger community. So hopefully your neighbor isn't already standing in a bread line, right? I mean, it, it takes us, it seems like it has to hit us right at home for us to take action. So I don't know. I don't That's know right. what the answer is. But and if you if you go to any decent sized city, even this the small community where you live here, we see homeless people out there yeah. all the time. We saw them today. I see them in my city all the time. And it's growing it's growing. The food banks are reporting that more and more people are showing up food banks. We already know that the, the Black Rocks of the world are building new housing strictly to rent out. Yeah. At some point, you will own nothing and be happy for it. Whoa. At some point, you will own nothing and be happy for it. I mean, look at, I'm not going to badmouth Spotify. They're an awesome company. But it's streaming. You stop paying the rent and you don't get Spotify anymore. You stop paying the rent on your apartment. You don't have an apartment anymore. You stop paying for the heated seats in your new Beamer and you don't have heated seats anymore. Everything's going to subscription. I'm not subscribed to get my heated seats. <laughs> That's true. No, look it up. They're selling the, the bells and whistles that are built into the car. Oh, and they don't activate they them until turn on oh, okay. through software. No, no, no. And that's and it's that's true. That's, that's happening. Software is already subscription based. We've seen gaming systems are you don't you, even get you will CDs anymore. And be happy for it. Yeah, I guess. That's a kind of a bleak we're leaving everyone with kind of a, a bleak outcome here. But Oh yeah. I think <laughs> I think that You know what? Imagine that people actually care about making their lives better and get organized before it's too late. Imagine that. Okay, well, I have another one. Okay. Imagine that you actually care about your neighbors as much as you care about yourself. And caring about somebody else, it really, hopefully, it fills your heart. Because when you, um, I think if you can do that, mm -hmm. that that's when the world changes for you. Becomes all this stuff kind of makes sense. KK, I absolutely, absolutely agree with that 100% because the only way we will make our society better is by caring about other people rather than only caring about ourselves and how we can be better than our neighbors. Yeah. So I, I guess that's what the thought that will leave you out that there is somebody that cares about you and hopefully yeah. you can care right back at them. So any final words, Doc? No, that's great. And on that note, happy holidays. Yeah, really happy holidays. About people. Yeah, absolutely. About people. So as always, you guys be happy, healthy, and wise. And uh, go out there and care about somebody. Go ahead and give those fucks away. All right. Peace.